0: Welcome to Egg Foo What, the first and only podcast about people eating stuff.
1: I'm Mike Lisk. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Foo What. Young Michael, what do we have uh, cooking today? How's your week been? Well, uh, let me give
0: you a glimpse into the... <laughs> the that was rhetorical, Mike. <laughs> I, I didn't mean... I didn't <laughs> want to answer, Mike. Please, Mike. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Mike, please. You asked, you asked. You ask. I, now, I did something for the first time yesterday, uh, and maybe this will jar a topic. Um, Made more than $12 for a meal? <laughs> no, no, I uh, I bought water at a Staples. And I'm thinking, when's the last time you bought food or drink at a store normally you wouldn't go to for food or drink? Any, any odd uh, memories of... I think I'll buy this uh, while I'm buying a couch. I'm going to get some popcorn. or
1: Yeah, that's all the time. That's all the time. <laughs> I mean, there's no store you go to that doesn't have that stuff at the cash register. Yeah, you're right. It, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere now. Uh, now, I don't know why people are still going to Staples. I don't know there's still a thing. <laughs> now, a, form, a f- former friend, a former guest star of ours, Will, he and I used to go to Home Depot Start out, we'd grab a Diet Coke. By the time we're done bebopping around, we'd be done with the Diet Coke. Took the empty can or bottle, stuck it on the shelf. Mm. Oh, that is wrong, man. Home Depot will not be sponsoring egg food. What? Low class. But Low that was class. only when he'd be spending, that's when he was building his house. So, uh-huh. you know, he'd drop a couple. Uh, like, so he so. felt like it was yeah. a complimentary uh, drink. Yeah. I, I, we, we have another friend I won't mention him. He has a policy where when he does the big shop for the week, uh-huh. he starts out with a big old bag of chips, opens them up, has them in the car, just chomps some chomps away as he does the shopping. Because he's like, by the time he's he's had a couple of kids, so by the time he's done, he's done you know four or five hundred bucks worth of grocery shopping. So he feels like they owe him a bag of chips. And by the end, he just bought. Wow. Up. Okay.
0: You know, I guess I never developed that sense of entitlement in the grocery store. <laughs> what not it be if we all get arrested because of this? <laughs> no, I, my, you know, I, I, I've discussed my shoplifting ways when I was young, but uh, once I was nabbed, I never looked back. I never eat in the gro- grocery store while I'm shopping. I, but water's I, not eating. I mean, well, yeah, water. Yeah. I mean, I bought, you know, uh, a case of, of water, you know, yeah. I just saw it there. I was like, I need it. It was yeah. It was strictly for convenience.
1: But... Bottle, I, I know. I can't think of any scenario I wouldn't be fine grabbing a bottle of water. Uh, you not, you're not getting the Klans Casino at Stables, right? I mean, no, no. Yeah, but um, I thought when you started, I thought, oh my God, is it 2023 and we're still gonna have to hear about Mike is baffled that they sell water in bottles. I thought it was no. gonna be one of those things. No, I did refrain. But this from... is a step forward. <laughs> No, this I held a, off. Also saying.
0: I held off on bottled water for a long time, but uh, yeah, now I'm I, I I finally resigned to it. So after the Staples uh, visit,
1: I'm on a, a quest. Hold on. Dazzle the crowd. while I got to lower this lighting. Okay. Fine. Dazzle the crowd while I'm away. little tap dance, my glass. Oh, that's uh, very interesting.
0: That's very intimate now. Yes, okay. Is that better? It looked like a, you you've combed your hair for a change.
1: Did
0: yeah? I? Yeah, it looks it looks combed as opposed to a sort of brush fire. Oh, thank
1: you, Mike. <laughs> that's to, nice of you to say. You didn't got, have to say that. That's
0: nice. Standing on end. Oh, the hat. Yeah, the hat's good. Yeah, that's a good look. Uh-huh. I was thinking of breaking out a hat, but two hats on
1: on one podcast is Do too it, much. Do it, bro. What's that? <laughs> Then we can change it, it name to a Two guys, wrote, two
0: hats, two dudes with two dudes hats, with hats.
1: Okay. <laughs> two cool <laughs> cats with
0: hats. Yeah, that's a, that's the one. So, anyway, I'm on this quest just to find a simple dish. I like grilled chicken salad, you know, I, I just like it. There are a couple places in Bayonne and made fantastic chicken salads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I can't really find it down in Howell. Um, so I'm sort of systematically checking each. Pizza place. There's lots of pizza places to choose from. Figuring I could find. For,
1: for, for hold on, for chicken salad, you go to pizza places.
0: Not chicken salad. A, a grilled chicken salad is like you know, with 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 real lettuce and tomato. Not not the stuff with mayo. I'm not talking about that. Right.
1: But um, pizza places are the go-to for. That.
0: Well, they they all have it. They all have salads. You know, uh, I know that's something you probably never occurred to you, but.
1: <laughs> oh, fat joke. Nice,
0: not nice. oh, a fat joke. That nice. wasn't a fat joke. That's just like you're 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 laser focused. One fat that joke. Was, that, that, that was In just
1: 2023.
0: We're doing fat jokes. No, that was not a fat joke. That was that was a knowing you. that you are laser focused, or you're Chinese, and I assume it's the same with Italian. Look at you <laughs> backpedaling <swimming.
1: laughs> oh. So We'll let the jury decide.
0: So I go into this place a couple doors down from Staples. And I'm I'm just looking for a menu. You know, I want to you know peruse the menu. That's all. Yeah. Not asking for too much. Get this. No menus.
1: No menu. Mm. There's
0: a giant QR code on the on the counter. <laughs> on the counter. Where's your country? <laughs> Where is it? Where are we going with this? I mean. I can't even go used as, to the QR codes. I've gotten used you to the QR codes. Know, well, for one thing, I didn't even have my phone on me. When I just jump out, I don't feel like I need to be on call for the 15 minutes I'm going to be away from the home base. What
1: planet are you living on?
0: <laughs> I, I'm a guy who's never grown attached to a phone.
1: That is incredible. I'm a
0: freak. Yeah, I understand that. But it's like, are you, you know...
1: So so yeah, I store out. I have my I have my phone set up against my screen, uh-huh. so I can stare at it the whole time we're doing uh-huh. this. So. Well,
0: at some point, it's probably going to be attached to the body, you know, like a so. David Cronenberg movie. You know, it's going to get God attached willing. attached to your body, God like the, that thing they have for the people with sleep apnea. Right? They, they 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 sort of just put this thing in you. So yeah, the phone is coming. It's going to be probably in your arm, right? Uh, your wrist near your wrist, you know, it's there. But um, so yeah, I, I was uh, offended by this QR code that they don't even have a restaurant. And this place has tables. So if you're serving a table full of people, do they all have to whip out their phone yes. to look to look at the menu? Yes. I mean it's just... let, me,
1: let me explain something to you. Uh-huh. I can't believe I've said it's 2023 three times, three different times now. Uh, we're saving money on printing costs. They're saving trees. They're not printing out the menus. Trees. And a lot of restaurants now, when you do the QR code, then you order from there. Everybody can pay what they want. Pay separate. Easy peasy. Just pay as you go. Whatever the meal comes.
0: So let's 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 just destroy all printing businesses. Yes. Let's uh, boost up the slave labor for uh, the uh, smartphone production. Oh, oh! This is
1: what this is what put put it over the edge. Well, it's just everybody. Everybody. You you're you're making these
0: these charges that like we're saving the world by getting rid of menus. Now you can have a laminated menu; it'll last a long time. You don't have to have. I'm asking
1: as a business owner, Mm -hmm. if you could pay, let's say a thousand bucks a year for menus or if you could pay zero thousand bucks it's not gonna be the, a
0: thousand bucks your 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 numbers are way off printing menus ah, yeah. Yeah. let's say five hundred yeah. let's say twenty five five hundred is probably about two hundred bucks let's say two hundred bucks what
1: which which are you paying not even maybe two hundred bucks not even, not even. something the people are just gonna throw away or cut their fingers no you know what they're gonna cuts? do with the menus they're gonna order from home
0: right they're gonna it's gonna be more convenient for them the call up hey Wait, you I'm think the they're movie. looking at
1: paper menus at home
0: well if yeah you can take them home i mean a lot of restaurants have menus you can take home <laughs> you've got the phone numbers you want to see a few
1: uh mike mike
0: this is 2023 what
1: I bro every, I think every I've week i got titled this week's episode it's 2023 every, every week it's all on your it's phone handy. i only have one i'm not throwing them out you, you, you go you go on your phone beep beep boop 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 house kitchen up to date Fresh latest specials, boop, boop, boop,
0: bam. If I didn't have that menu, I probably wouldn't have found this week's dish.
1: Oh, you didn't tell me there was a story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking them off one by one. I think however easier restaurants can do the whole ordering process, the better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry you're clinging to the old junk drawer filled with menus. Hey, hey, am I not nostalgic? Do I, not, do I not yearn for those times? Of course I do. But you know who doesn't? Business.
0: How many, how many restaurants do you have clogging up your uh, contact list?
1: None. None? What do, mean, what do you mean contact list? Well,
0: on your phone. You say you, you, you keep all the restaurants on, on your phone to call on and Uber, place an order?
1: It's all on Uber Eats, dog. Uber or Eats, I, Or okay. if I was looking up a random restaurant, I'd just look it up online. i put mm. in my contacts. Uh-huh. You got you to gotta try out for that. My contact list, you got to audition. Uh-huh, you got to audition. No, no. China City of Lights in D.C. is not making my contact. Uh-huh. It's all on your phone, bro. Well, I promptly
0: walked out. I said, okay, I don't have anything to scan this QR code. Uh, you just lost my business. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> I made my statement. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Moonwalk on the on the way out?
1: That's how I'm picturing it.
0: <laughs> so yeah. That that's my uh this is a new segment I I'm uh, calling gripe of the week. Do you okay. have any gripes of the week?
1: Gripes of the week? Yeah, gripe. gripes. All I do is gripe. Okay, well I'll tell you what I got a gripe about. Uh, somebody has been giving me a lot of you know what? We're not sending him a gift basket. Uh huh. Fair enough. But then I remembered the same person gave my book four stars mm-hmm. on Amazon. Yeah, not five. Which book? How many of mine have you reviewed? I I read both of them. Did you review both?
0: That's right. I I may not have written one out. I think like, I wrote a long, a lengthy crafting one. Th- now, yeah, well, yeah, I started writing a lengthy uh, review. Where I, I basically analyzed that final scene in the seven uh, eleven, where the you know, the main character is looking for uh, checking out the tacos. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, okay. this is this is really bringing the story
1: to a boil. Taquitos, not tacos. There's a difference.' a <laughs> difference, okay. Uh, uh,
0: but but uh, no, i I did uh, give it a favorable review on on the show. Um. Yeah, I didn't go to Amazon and uh, Bet on Amazon and, for Williamsburg Rats four stars. Yeah, well, four stars is a good review. Well, I mean, it, it is. Uh, would you put your book in the same category as Anna Karenina, Madame Bovary? I mean, are, are people going to be reading Williamsburg Rats a hundred years from now? Come
1: on, be realistic. No, but is Flo Bear's uh, buddies are they giving him four? Or are they doing yes, Gustav, and they give the five? four four is
0: a very good review from me you know four four is an excellent book five is a classic a world a classic for the ages mm -hmm. so i'm stingy with the five star reviews
1: well let's just say you got
0: the same review you get the same four stars as tom sharpling and i haven't heard the last of that yet since so well you have company you have good company
1: I'm just saying, I wouldn't hold my breath for that fruit basket. I might be a little stingy. So, so and how long I take to get that out to you?
0: That's your excuse. Shipping, for, uh, shipping may be delayed in these for, live, for flaunting social times. norms, and customs, and just uh, courtesy, decent,
1: decent, I, I, decent you
2: courtesy.
1: Got <laughs> me feeling guilty until I, I remember that. but but it's also overshadowed luckily for you by another gripe Uh, i told people last week i almost died and i I finally saw some comments and stuff nobody seems to have given a shit (laughs) no oh greg glad you're okay (laughs) glad you're alive you're with Mm -hmm. us that's great nothing
0: well if it makes you feel better I, i almost died at least two or three times so uh i've never gotten any feedback on that
1: either did you announce it on a incredibly popular podcast
0: (laughs) i think i think i talked about them yeah
1: so so i'm putting everybody on blast Mm. everybody's on blast you're on blast blast. our crowd's on blast (laughs) Uh rolling stone with this fucking list is on blast
0: yeah i guess they're they've got to produce these lists uh I mean, most of them were well known. I got the only one I didn't really know about was that blood sweat sweat and tears thing. I, I will thought,
1: say, I think I finally have to admit the reason they do these lists is for idiots like me to scream. Uh, for people who don't know, we're talking about the Rolling Stone just put out this list of biggest mistakes in rock history. But they left out a huge one, which it's unfathomable to have this list without. Can you think of which one? Well, you mentioned it in your tweet.
0: Oh, sorry. Should I build suspense by pretending I don't know about it?
1: I like to I like to pretend that <laughs> everybody on earth follows me on Twitter. That's all I'm saying. How <laughs> uh, could Kiss taking off their makeup not be on this list?
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, that's that's got to be up there higher than this blood, sweat, and tears thing. I mean, I was like, I couldn't even believe Rolling Stone is even talking about blood, sweat, and tears in 2023.
1: Oh, there you go! Twenty twenty three. Look at you. <laughs> I'm I'm getting in there. I
0: mean, I just I I just assumed blood, sweat, and tears disappeared because their music just deteriorated as as time What's went the on. Blood,
1: sweat, and tears thing. They got their show. Well, they said they, by the government.
0: Yeah, they they were on some sort of tour to uh, expose Eastern Europeans to American culture. Which is that such a terrible thing? You know. But I guess at the time, it's like everybody was anti-government, unlike now where everybody's pro-government. Everybody loves the government, the CIA, the FBI. Everybody loves them. It's bizarre. We're in a bizarro world now. But anyway, I I, uh, I was, uh, yeah. Is that such a horrible thing? Do you think, you know, to expose the Eastern Europeans
1: to... American culture? Oh, they loved it when Billy Joel and Paul McCartney went over to Russia. They loved it then. hmm Can I get a little sassy? hmm <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Those damn hypocrites at Rolling Stone. I mean, to be honest, I saw that. I, I don't know anything about blood, sweat, and tears. I didn't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that's the one you're worked up about. Yeah. But the Kiss thing, because- What kiss. goes up? Must come down. Bum, 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 bum. You know that song, Spinning right? Spinning wheels, got, got to, to go, go right. round. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I know about them. Gee, I don't know why everybody turned on them. <laughs> but but the kiss thing is outrageous because nobody pretends there was anything to kiss other than the makeup. So the genius behind that decision, I would like to sit and have a thirty for thirty on. Like, walk me through this decision. Uh-huh. No, yeah. no, guys. It's about the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody cares about the makeup and the mm-hmm. So Let's settle down. Let's get down to the basics. The music. Uh, yeah, no, that must only... have been a meeting. The only Do you people... the others because I have I made I put together a short list of five I agree with and then five I'm like you I defend. Can we go through those? Go get go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I re- didn't really give it much thought, but maybe something will come to mind well thank you I, I hope i please you <laughs> i hope i give you something to think about in the next 30 seconds uh-huh. Michael. uh the the pistols firing glenn matlock we talked about that mm-hmm. last summer mm-hmm. Gee, the one guy who writes the, the songs let's get rid of him mm-hmm. idiots uh the the justin timberlake janet jackson fiasco mm-hmm. that is the dumbest she's the one who gets in trouble Uh, meanwhile nobody would have known anything if the media didn't show the instant replay 9,000 times after Mm -hmm. it happened nobody would have even noticed um D.D. quitting the Ramones and turning into D.D. King the rap star Mm -hmm. I didn't love that Mm -hmm. Uh, although they did he did keep writing songs for them so he actually did have a couple classics after Mm -hmm. he left Uh, uh, CCR uh, throwing down the gauntlet with, with John Fogarty saying enough's enough. It's time we wrote some songs. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, that was on the list, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. These are, these are on the list. That, oh, okay. Yeah. That I, that I'm saying, yeah, these you were, dumb these were dumb mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the monkeys wanted their artistic freedom. I could go either way. Number one, I can understand you getting uh, all fired up. You want to do it yourself. On the other hand, you had like every songwriter. At your beck and call, and you were just cash and checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on those before we go? Yeah, the be- uh, the monkeys
0: one is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I was a monkeys fan as a young person. Mm-hmm. I think I've discussed my uh, wanting to have people call me Mickey. That's right. Tribute to Mickey Dolenz.
1: No, uh, no thoughts on the others. Don't no, me. the others are good. Yeah,
0: uh, no. I would just thinking you know listening to your yours. I mean. I think of the biggest disappointments, you know, for me with, you know, the, the clash were a disappointment the way they, they broke up. And, and then Joe Strummer had that uh, a simulated clash group, which I saw and uh, it almost made me deaf. I think I, I, I definitely uh, mm-hmm. had uh, hearing issues after that show. My ears were ringing. Firing McJones was
1: incredibly stupid. Maybe mm-hmm. that goes on the list. Although Although I guess it, that seems more normal, like what bands do. They just kind of get rid of the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I guess.
0: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm sure there's lots of lots of those. But I'm. I'm as a person as personally is like. Oh, okay. You know, here, here here's my favorite band of all time, and you know, what do we have them for a few years? That's it. They're done. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, don't tell a soul by the replacements. I remember getting that album when it came out, and I'm like, what is this? You know, it just felt like, was that, I mean, I ne- never read a lot about it. I, I didn't get that box set that, that came out, which makes a, a better case for it. But, I mean, was it really a, 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 a conscious effort to become more commercial?
1: Would you say? I mean... It, yeah, like I'll be you. They definitely tried to make more, but again, that's that's just a case of a band making a subpar album. Mm-hmm. Like the to make this list, it would have been like they decided let's get rid of Paul Westerberg, right? Like that yeah. would be crazy. Uh huh. And then the the real shitty album is all shut down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, is that bottle bottle water behind you? The one you got from uh, Staples?
0: Yeah, one of them. Yeah,
1: that's a legendary. Oh, one of them. <laughs> oh, excuse me.
0: Got a case. got Things a case good. You don't buy a, a single bottle of water. You
1: know, I, I've never done that. Still too proud for that. Yeah, too proud. Uh, then there's a couple that I kind of defend. Uh, like they always make a big deal out of Decca passing on the Beatles. Uh huh. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you knew six months later, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hindsight's
0: twenty twenty. I mean, come on.
1: Come on, it's it's like when people used to love this set, bitch at Jerry Glanville for trading away Brett Favre, and I'm like, well, he was a fat drunk at the end of the bench. Nobody at the time was like, oh my god, how could you get rid of Brett Favre? Mm-hmm. Five years later, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye, the Kanye Swift, the Kanye and T Swift moment. Mm-hmm. That's worth. Why would that be? That's just pure entertainment, and the memes are fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Kanye. I never got upset about the YouTube album giveaway, like a lot of people, yeah, I, yeah, yeah,
0: I, I never understood that outrage, you know? yeah <laughs> like, I'm like uh, just delete
1: the damn songs, just you know delete it.
0: nobody's making you listen to
1: them i'm I'm sure there's what twelve or fourteen songs on all your iTunes mm-hmm. that you don't love mm-hmm. are you are you furious about those two, and those you probably paid for, uh-huh. So I never got the. I always thought that was a little because everybody just wants to hate Bono. Mm-hmm. I think a yeah, bit.
0: no, Bono is like maybe is, is he the most hated man? In, in, well, Kanye West is number one now, but I mean, Bono, yeah, people just love to hate on Bono, and he's people full of him. himself. I'll be the first one to tell you that. But I mean, it, aren't all these guys full of themselves? I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's, like he's, he's the guy with the first guy with ego in in, in yeah. rock and roll.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. You know, the the constant well, drumbeat. Plus, well, plus people like to roll their eyes and get fed up with him mm-hmm. when he is trying to do good things, like bring mm-hmm. water to Africa. Mm-hmm. I understand maybe he's insufferable when he's, you know, with Obama doing the announcement, you know, having a great time. But at least he's trying to, usually, usually trying to do something good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't I, I can't believe I'm saying this because... You know how much I hate Metallica, mm-hmm. but I think looking back, they were probably right about the whole Napster thing.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. here we are, fifteen years later, musicians don't get paid. We we and we get so much free music. We get we get outraged when you two give us a free album. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. I have to say, Lars was right.
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh people but but then you got things surging again like people are buying vinyl again
1: god forbid you so i think people will always buy vinyl and like record collectors and certain people i don't think that'll ever go away Mm -hmm. but other than that people just don't buy music i can't remember the last time i bought music yeah i know yeah yeah the kinks and the revolver boxes things like that but not just not regular everyday. yeah
0: but we're old you know i mean young people you know, maybe they're just discovering this stuff. Uh, but, I don't know how they can afford thirty and forty dollar records. I mean, that seems like a lot of money to me.
1: But um, I, but still, ninety percent of what they listen to is streaming.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's the the
1: cheaper option.
0: Uh, but but look what they get. I mean, they they have access to every friggin' <laughs> album. Right. Oh, you know, I'm running around like a damn fool, going yeah. to, driving for miles, oh. you know, getting on my knees, <laughs> going through oh. these. These record crates and stuff. I mean, you know, I think that about means. all the time I, I put in back then, I'm like, wow, that was like a job. Yeah. Now these kids, you know, two clicks,
1: two clicks, <laughs> two
0: clicks, and they got yeah. the friggin' album, they have access to music. I mean, I, I was never a guy who you know, people like the objects, you know. I was really there for the music. So yeah. I mean, if if all this stuff was available to me back then. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have that many records or CDs. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. But um, but people you know, do like the objects. People like the albums and so on. Uh, this might be a good segue for our new segment, Record Heads.
1: Oh, <laughs> great title, Mike.
0: I'm going to just flat
1: out good. rip off. Oh, we need a theme song for it. Can I sing a theme yeah, song? Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Our theme songs are like, yeah, what's going on with theme songs?
1: Yeah, gonna, that's another gripe I have, gripe ed- I have with you people things. out there. <laughs> it's another gripe I have with our quote unquote audience. Where's uh-huh. the theme songs? Uh-huh. I gotta do everything for these uh-huh. people. All right. But, uh, record heads.
0: So record heads. Uh I'm gonna just flat out rip off uh my uh the host of the best show, Tom Sharpling mm-hmm. and uh John Worcester have a new uh Patreon show called SW QA. And they did a segment where they discussed. The top SST albums.
1: Can we be WNL SNA?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. staying with record heads. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna flat out rip them off. Although I'm r- ripping them off right now. So anyway, I ran it by you. You picked your number one.
1: Oh, uh, we're doing do all SST. Oh, old white guys talking SST. <laughs> Great, that's never been done. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: I look at these YouTube channels with these record people, and that's all they do. They hold up the record, they flip it around. Should I take out yeah. the vinyl? They take out the, get vinyl. the
1: vinyl. I do love that. They're like, "Oh," and I'm like, "What am I looking at?" Ooh, look at this! Look at
0: this! Oh, I got, I got the SST catalog thing still yeah. here. Look at
1: that! Holy cow! Yeah. That's pull that out, send it soon. in, see what happens. <laughs> is that is that from 1985? Yeah. You bought that album? Yeah. Nice. What do you think I did? Easy, Mike. Easy, Mike.
0: (laughs) Get down, boy. It's not polyvinyl. It's paper. They didn't didn't know about polyvinyl. All right. Let's take out the record.
1: Ooh. (laughs) A black circle. (laughs) Oh, that side, too. It's also a black circle.
0: The vinyl is very quiet. That's what I love when they talk about the vinyl is very quiet. You ever hear that line?
1: That's what you want in your rock and roll. (laughs)
0: That's what I want in my records. I, I want to listen to the quiet vinyl in yeah. between the songs. That's very important to me. Uh, but anyway, this was this was your number one SST yeah. album. Would you like to expound?
1: Well, I do go back and forth between it and New Day Rising. To oh, me, they man. are like Rock to the Russia and Leave Home. You got your finger up? Yes, Mike? I
0: got my finger up because... This may be the first time Uh-oh. we are totally simpatico. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Well, that was going to be
0: my line. I waver. Where are you today? You're, so
1: you're on. Right now, I'm on. I feel like it's a little more not by the numbers, but a little more Grant Hart in it, which you know I love. Um. So on any given day, I can go back and forth, but I I feel like push comes to shove, I'll kind of always lean to Flippy Wig if, if I have to. Now, the problem with both albums, it's the same problem with all Who's Good albums, is at the end, they always feel the need to dump like three or four songs that are terrible. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Mold wants to get his fucking numbers up because he has to have more than part. Uh,
0: Could you be talking about How to Skin a Cat? For instance.
1: <laughs> um, but
0: but Flip, Flip Your Wig has
1: the uh, the baby song. At least that's interesting in short. Like that's oh. not even a real song and it leads into Flexible Flyer, mm-hmm. which there is a connection. Okay. Uh, nobody's 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 queuing up Babe the Baby song. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> um, and a lot of times the peaks... I mean New Day Rising has I think my favorite Husker Du song is probably Turns of Psychic Warfare.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I lean towards I was a little worried when you mentioned SST earlier. Not worried, but I, at, for someone my age who loved music, starting when I did, I've never been a hardcore guy. I never mm-hmm. gave a shit oh, about no, Black Me either. Flag. Me either. Yeah. I never, never appealed to me. That, to be honest, uh, I've always thought Zen Arcade, most of it is unlistenable. Mm-hmm. I understand if you were more of that age at that time, you're you were excited when it came out. Mm-hmm. But I've gone through and I think I would pick like eight or nine songs for a great album. And the rest is a lot of horse shit. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell certain people of a certain age, of a certain musical lover genre that they will punch you in the head.
0: Yeah, Zen Arcade, uh, again, I think I'm I'm completely in in agreement (laughs) that it is more highly regarded than these two records.
1: Yeah. If you combine those two records with the best and the best, that would be the best record of all time. Oh, look, black a black circle <laughs> for those not watching. But listen, Michael is pulling out the black vinyl. It is a disc on on and on camera. It looks like a black disc uh-huh. and a card, some sort of cardboard. Lyrics. There's a lyric sheet on, on the
0: paper insert, unfortunately, not the polyvinyl. All
1: right. All right. Don't be angry. <laughs> the printed word you used to pull that out and they read get it. So I
0: angry about the paper. <laughs> The paper insert. But uh, so, yeah, I I waver between these two albums. And until recently, I mean, I hadn't listened to them in a while. So I I gave them both uh, a listen recently. And uh, guess what? I came out on uh, A New Day Rising. All right. Yeah, I just think oh, the, the Grant songs are really good on that. Um, I'm with you right there with uh, Terms of Psycho Warfare. Mm-hmm. Is is a real uh, anthem. Um, so yeah, uh, both great albums, mm-hmm.
1: but uh, depending on your mood, I guess. Even uh, even the song "New Day Rising," which is not a great song, but it's mm-hmm. such a great album opener. Yeah, just having that clang away. Yeah, I could go either way, but right now mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to flip your wig and I'm going to drop this in there. Because I know this, this will really drive people crazy. I think I prefer Candy Apple Gray to 90% of Zen Arcade. There, I said it. I'm going to Hooskadoo Hell. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I'm not going to send you there. I'm not going to. Yeah. I love that album. I love We're that still album. Together. We're still some yeah. Patico? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Woo!
0: Um, I don't know if do the, the, this the camera look at look at look at what Young Michael did. It probably hurt the value of this record.
1: That's all right. No regrets.
0: But look at look look at Young Michael. I don't know if you can see that. He's put a little red dot.
1: By your cuts. By your cuts. By let's my see, cuts. See which ones are what? I can't see. Can this. you see it? No, no, not at all. <laughs> now you just shoved the whole thing up on the... <laughs> Well, it's it's hard to that. yeah. The what? background. I I used a red ink pen. So it's hard to see with that background. You know what? Name the song. Go down the list, and I'll tell you if I think it made my my young Michael's list of Zenner, of uh, New Day Rising cuts.
0: New Day Rising gets it gets yes. not.
1: Well, that makes it easier if you just tell me, Mike. Just let me guess. Okay. Okay. All right. You got to guess? Go ahead. Well, read them out.
0: Oh. Oh, I thought you knew the We're song. That's right. why we got to come to
1: rehearsal, Mike.
0: New Day, New Day Rising. Yeah. Girl who lives on Heaven Hill. Yeah. I apologize. Yep. Folklore. No. All right. If I am told I free, am you, am I four for four so far? You are yeah, you're three for three. I think
1: I think, think who could do is what might finally bring us <laughs> together, bro. This may be it. All right. Folklore? No. If I told you. Eh, I'm gonna say no.
0: I don't no. You're right, you're right. Eh. Celebrated summer? Yes. Yes. Perfect example.
1: It's not a super slice, but I'm gonna say yes. No. Nah.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh in terms of psychic warfare. Yeah. 59 times in the paint yeah. in the pa- 59 times the paint. Pain. Yeah. No, I said no. I said no to that. What? Yeah. Young Michael asks, I'm bad eating. Yeah, side two uh or is all grand for me. Power line. It's okay. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, no. Books about UFOs. Yes. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. No. How to skin a
1: cat. No. What you drinking. No. Plans I make. See, what what am I They just dump these shit songs (laughs) in the end of albums. They do it Uh every time. Uh Uh-huh. And I think from what I've read slash picked up, in the atmosphere based on nothing i've ever heard from anybody who would remotely know anything i think it's because bob was like oh i was he always had to have more songs than grant so he just shoves these shit things on the end
0: well they got yeah i mean they got very competitive at the end which is always a shame because he got two guys who are really good songwriters singers mm-hmm. even i would say um and yeah, that that uh, New Day Rising was the first album I I really sort of like. Oh, this this other guy in the band is writing these great songs, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's the guy I really like, you know?
1: I didn't really pick up on that until that live album came out. Remember that, The Living End? Yeah, yeah. When that came out, really, uh, all that that's when the bell. Uh, I was like, oh shit. That's when it really was super clear uh, how divided that was, and that's when I was like, oh, I'm a grand guy
0: mm-hmm Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a grant guy too. Look at us. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know if this is going to be a deal breaker. Uh-oh. My number one SST. Yeah, record it can't go this good the whole time. I, I, this. This is my number one SST record.
1: Never got into me puppets. All right. <laughs> For the people who are just listening. There's another black <laughs> circle, a disc. Michael, you know, Michael is holding out. Mike, all right. This is Meat Puppets two. Yes. Wow, high praise. That's better than New Day Rising. I flip your wig. I just think the
0: sound is really good. The songs are great. Again, while wow, it is. this. Did Spot do that? Because he just died. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, nice. Rest in peace, Spot. R.I.P. Spot. And uh. I had the first Meat Puppets album and it was it was a hardcore album. You know, I'm like, yeah, this this mm-hmm. I was reluctant. And then, you know, I started seeing reviews for this. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. check it out. And uh I love it. You know, it's
1: got a little uh, country. Have you ever heard it? Uh I, I I tried to listen to Meat Puppets 100 years ago. I never really got into them. Mm-hmm. Um... Give it give it another try. I mean, it's it's got
0: country elements i don't know if that's a negative for you maybe if, if you if you like your punk okay.
1: pure <laughs> I, love, I love country yeah. uh-huh yeah um, but it's got I some... mean, every every, every songwriter. i know loves them so mm-hmm.
0: like... oh so, yeah i mean you know and then of course they got they got the blessing of nirvana years later yeah and uh you know which is great you know more people became aware of them mm-hmm. hopefully they made some more money selling records yeah um Nirvana did uh, three songs on their Unplugged show and had had them on as guests. They did uh, "Lake of Fire," uh, "Plateau," I believe, and uh, "Oh Me." Mm-hmm. So, but this record holds up. I mean, it's it's still a great record, mm-hmm. and um, the vinyl. You know, in my family, we're sharing records with. I was sharing records with three brothers. Mm -hmm. You know, it it was one pool of records. We didn't have our own separate records (laughs) that we were only allowed to listen to our records or anything like that. And uh, my youngest brother. If he if he like started to like a record or a band, he would literally just destroy it by playing it every day maybe multiple times a day that's
1: me that was me that that was
0: you you just destroyed your records okay if
1: i if if i got a new record and i love the first song sometimes it would take me weeks to get to the second one because i would just play it really wow okay
0: okay yeah but um yeah so but for whatever reason uh my brother never got into who's could do or the me puppets these records are still in pretty decent shape Mm -hmm. um
1: Another record I liked. Of course, it was like sort of a... I was going to ask about the Minutemen. I've never gotten into them either. I know Double Men's Never in gotten into them, huh? One. You like this one better?
0: Well, this is this is almost like a greatest hits. So I, I would say give that a, a shot. Ballot Result is the name of the record. Should I
1: take out the records? <laughs> what, what's it look like?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, it's a black
0: disc. <laughs> wow, a, flip it over. Oh, a... <laughs>
1: it's a black disc the black disc on the other the, side with the green
0: too. green green uh label in the middle now um, i do see
1: the bullshit uh even like i love solo solemn. any band i see now they're trying to uh scrape out some more uh, cheddar. they re-release these albums on like 180 gram green vine. i've never fallen for any of that shit well that's what i'm saying it's all
0: marketing now with these 40 dollars records
1: yeah and, yeah like, i go oh, yeah. 30 40th anniversary of this album. Now you can get it in blue, and I'm like,
0: I yeah. I, I've re-bought so many records over the years. I'm not going for another <laughs> re so yeah. I'm just going to enjoy what I have, and uh, I'll stream any did, any new stuff that get, catches my ear. Did you ever oh, see
1: the yeah. or the Meat Puppets live?
0: No, it, it's it's. Who, who did you Minutemen? No, I didn't see the Minutemen. I saw Huskadoo. Um, but uh, yeah, I never saw the Meat Puppets and you know, I kind of was like a fan. I, I, you know, after that album, I, I kind of stayed with them for a bunch more records. Um, so I like them, but yeah, I, for whatever reason, I I never saw them live.
1: Uh, how du- many times did you see Who's Could I
0: only saw them, I saw them Who's Who's Could Do at Rutgers, mm-hmm. they played Rutgers, and I went there with my brother David. And yeah, it was a great show, you know. I mean, you know, it's what uh, was that. It, uh, Rutgers is in New Brunswick, uh, the college um I know what Rutgers <laughs>
2: well,
0: I, I yeah what tour was that? Oh, what tour? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said, where is that? Rutgers is a liberal arts college <laughs> in <laughs> southeastern New
1: Jersey um, <laughs> while yeah, you' thinking I, of that everything I always heard was you'd go to see them, they would play their next album in its entirety, even though mm-hmm. nobody knew the songs. That's what I've always heard is that did they tour for Candy Apple Gray? Sure. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't have. Yeah, I'm thinking I mean, around they, there. They were done by the time I was. You know, I was a little whippersnapper. Uh,
0: uh-huh. I think I think maybe it was then. It was it was it was relatively late. I didn't I didn't see them early on. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I had to have gotten into a, a
1: few records before I saw them. That would have been the sweet spot for me. I don't mm-hmm. want to see the fucking land speed record shit. Oh no no yeah up through Ten Arcade yeah. Yeah, the New Day Rising, Flip Your Wig, Candy Apple Grey, that's probably the perfect run. I like mm-hmm. a lot of warehouse shit, even though it does sound terrible. I like some stuff on there, yeah. I probably like half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, that's that live one is pretty good. What's that? A Living End, is that the name of it? Uh, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's it's a great it's, live yeah, album. It is,
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say that, yeah, after... Uh, Meat Puppets too. Uh I don't know I don't know if they were influenced by that, by them but uh one of my favorite all-time bands the Micons they Ooh. went in, into a sort of countryish direction with uh, Fear mm-hmm. and Whiskey that mm-hmm. came out in 8, 85. So and yeah and, and then they they put out a bunch of records in that that vein that I really love. Um but uh yeah I think it started with the Meat Puppets.
1: Well, what's his name? It's one of those guys. He used to always show up at like uh, bloodshot, bloodshot yeah. record shows yeah. and play with everybody. What's his name? John Langford. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's like he's like he's like uh, Pete Buck, if you
0: know, <laughs> just play he's yeah. with everybody. And he's having fun. You know, that's what I liked about the Mekons. They, you know, a lot of times the the banter is like a comedy routine. So Ooh. you're having you're having laughs between the songs and they're having fun. Everybody's having fun, you know. Yeah. Where, whereas the hardcore scene sweaty shirtless
1: guys jumping so on each other. I'd have been fine with that. You're fine but, with but, that? Yeah. But the music stunk. I'm like yeah. I can't. No. See, it was, I it,
0: oh, no. It, it was it was two strikes for me with the uh, the music and the uh, sweaty guys jumping on each other. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't need that.
1: I need that. <laughs> but, but the music was just terrible uh-huh but so uh
0: this week i saw a listing oh i'm sorry um wasn't
1: sally timms from the mecons married to uh they were married john langford no but wasn't she married to like friend Armisen or something no not that i'm aware of hold on tap, tap dance while i look this up on uh
0: I think she's got better sense. Apparently, Fred Fred Armisen's not a nice guy. So he does sound like a bit
1: of a. I've heard <laughs> rumblings. She was married to someone. Hold on. Uh, uh. I don't hear you dancing for our audience, Mike. No, I uh, yeah All I don't right, know no. what to do yeah. That doesn't seem to. Well, I don't you see Google it. Get any information. We'll follow up next week. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. She was married to him from '98 to 2004. Really? Yeah. That is shocking. Thank you. That's what right. I do, Mike. I bring the shocking. <laughs> oh, hey, 2023, always learning, baby. And the
0: All thing right. is I yeah, I just I just you know in one of these rabbit hole things, I I, I ended up on some sort of uh, Fred Armisen uh, hate page where they basically yeah went through the item by item how terrible he was so.
1: I've I've heard things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you see him interviewed or whatever, he's delightful, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to get room. I don't want to keep rumors like that going without any firsthand knowledge. But uh, yeah, I'm generally but my hands are tired here, so let's keep it going. <laughs> let's keep
0: it going. Yeah. I don't want to turn this into a gossip show. But anyway. Um so this week, yeah, I saw an item on the list. I was like, what? What the heck is this? Pineapple fried rice.
1: Ugh. never heard of it before how about yourself i never heard of it but when you said it food and taste wise i was like Ugh. but there is something fun about it when i think of pineapple and chinese food i think of like the old 50s classic chinese restaurants mm-hmm. the huge drinks with the volcanoes and mm-hmm. the you know uh, so I was looking forward to that. It seemed like, seemed like fun. Uh huh. Delightful. It seemed like it would be delightful and fun.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think I'm on record that I'm generally not a, a hot pineapple guy. I think we talked about the hot pineapple on ham, uh, mm-hmm. not a fan of pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. So I love pineapple, but, uh, generally the, the room temperature to cold a variety, not the hot pineapple. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a name of a band.
1: Hot Pineapple. Hot Pineapple, Hot pineapple uh, opening up for record heads. <laughs> so uh I was curious
0: about this. Uh I only had the large uh quart size option. So, you
1: got
0: uh quart, quart, quart. Oh so, quart. So the right. large size, yeah. Um 10 bucks.
1: There you, go. you
0: sent me a picture before I even ordered, and uh, yours had chicken in it. I was like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't even consider that." Um, They didn't list it as an option, so I, I did an audible when I called it in. Of course, there was much discussion. They put me on hold, Uh-oh. <laughs> and they had to discuss whether they could include some chicken.
1: Uh, how, how can they not throw chicken in anything? <laughs> That's incredible. I'm, I got to figure out this whole chicken thing uh-uh. because mine showed up. <laughs> You know what? I got to be honest. I was going to order pork, but on the last second, I said, let me get chicken because like we've been talking about how every dish seems to have a different chicken. So just for shits and giggles, because I assumed I would (laughs) hate it anyway because of the pineapple. I I got a backup meal because I assume I throw this right in the garbage. (laughs) Uh, And of course, the chicken shows up like you saw in the the little chicken finger things. (laughs) So I was I, I like pineapple. But the idea of hot pineapple is revolting. Yeah. Now, um, tell me how what you thought of yours first.
0: I thought it was fine. I I enjoyed it. Um, would I keep ordering that over? Say, how special fried rice? No. Mm-hmm. But uh, for something I was prepared not really to like, um, I thought it was absolutely fine. You know, there wasn't much chicken in there, so maybe. They didn't, I, you know. I said they can charge me more if they threw chicken in there. And uh, I mean, I, I, all, I didn't eat the whole thing. I, you know, I spooned out a few
1: uh, I, spoonfuls. I love that there had to be a summit to ask if they could throw chicken in there. <laughs> like that's what baffled them. Yeah, I wish
0: uh, no I could have anything. I wish I could have overheard that conversation. Like uh, it probably went something like this: "Some asshole, some asshole, some asshole." <laughs> some asshole.
1: That yeah. wants well, chicken in his pineapple fried rice. Um, but when would uh, it be great if they said chicken? What does he think this is? And then they just listed like the 9,000 items uh-huh. that come with chicken. <laughs> what is it? Chow, chow fun, chop suey,
2: uh-huh.
1: lo mein, chow fun, egg foo young? <laughs> fried rice. It just goes on and on and on. What is <laughs> it? Got crazy? <laughs> put it in pineapple fried rice. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. So I got it, dug into it. I was like, I'm going to have this big bite so I can at least say that I ate the shit. And <laughs> I can't believe uh-huh. the same day I'm testifying that I agree with Lars Ulrich about something. <laughs> I am shocked to declare this was fantastic. Wow! I cannot. Now, number one, it's helped. If you notice, the fried rice itself was very clean. Like mm-hmm. it was a nice fried rice. hmm I been into the pineapple, and I was like, "Oh God, hot pineapple!" Something <laughs> about when I got all up my gullet.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Laugh, yeah, Mike. This was. No, I, I'm I'm always shocking. happy
0: when when you're not throwing the food out after one bite. So um, you're happy, and I I almost didn't even want you to. I just assumed you would hate this. Me too. <laughs> That's nice of you to say. But Me when too. I ran it by you. I, I I assumed I would be eating alone. That you were yes. going to do something else, which will will well, hold off for the future. Well, yeah. But um, you know, you jumped at it. You ju- you jumped at the opportunity. Well, because Why like I, I said, I thought it was fun.
1: Like yeah. oh, old You're in a school. fun mood. Okay. Uh, old Chinese restaurants again with the big mai tais and the mm-hmm. you know I thought it'd be fun. But yeah, I thought I'd throw it in it, in the garbage. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this might be. Number one is the biggest surprise. Of uh-huh. my life. Biggest surprise of the whole show. No, my life. Well, your that's, life? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, All how, right. that's how these 50 years have gone. This is uh-huh. right now. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at. Wow, okay. Well, I am blown away
2: mm-hmm.
1: by how I, I hoovered it. <laughs> really? Gone. Yeah. Wow. Gone. I cannot believe how great this shit was. Uh-huh. I am <laughs> bored. All right.
0: And was this one of the restaurants who, who that have let you down have ripped you off? What was the price?
1: I'm sure. Oh, I'm not even going to look at the price. I don't know. It's probably 17 bucks or something crazy. Oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a lot of, I don't think, I didn't even notice where it's from. But I did notice, uh, I had to go a ways down the list because I wanted to make sure it was a Chinese restaurant. Because I guess it's more of a Thai dish.
0: Is it okay? Like the
1: first 10 restaurants that popped up were Thai. Uh One of them I knew because I used to live next to it. And I was like, gee, if this is going to be good, it'd be good from this place. This is a nice place. But Uh I was like, nope, can't do Thai, Mm -hmm. do Chinese. And I cannot tell you enough about how fantastic it was. Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to be my highest rated dish. Oh, wow. This is partly partly (laughs) buoyed, let's be honest, by the shock (laughs) value.
0: All right. Well, you know, uh, I was surprised by the uh, shredded pork and Peking uh, sauce, which I'd never heard of before. That was probably my number one uh, find so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I'm glad you uh, had a good experience. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I just assumed you were going to shoot it down even when I suggested it. Um, I sure. did uh, make it a combo. I, I ordered, uh, a friend of mine had recommended something I never thought of before uh mixing soups. So they I actually that. I didn't
1: think I read that right when you said that.
0: Yeah, it's it's literally and it's it's on the menu. I don't know that all places have it. I you know I'm I, I thought you were gonna have a hard time finding the the pineapple fried rice. I don't know that it a was lot hard
1: of it was harder than most things, but yeah. It's not possible. yeah. So yeah. people are gonna
0: have to seek seek that one out. But uh I combined mine with a, a mixed soup which is uh the egg drop soup and wonton. Did
1: we talk about egg drop soup? We did. Probably-
0: we we talked about it, but th- this was, my friend recommended this as like a, have you ever tried this? And I was like, what? I didn't even know it was a thing.
1: Great dialogue, Mike.
0: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, I saw it on the menu. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to sound like an oddball when I call it in. And so yeah, I had the egg drop soup with
1: wontons. And what I'll say about this is that hold on. Let me let me paint a picture. So it's egg drop soup with the wontons thrown in. Yeah. Same it's amount not a of picture of like half wonton soup, half this, and then thrown again. Say that again. It's not taking wonton soup and egg drop soup and just dump them together it's taking egg drop soup and putting wontons in yeah i
0: i i don't know that there's a big difference but
1: um don't don't, don't fight me know, on
0: this i'm mark. not
1: gonna not fight this. you on it not this we're <laughs> doing we were doing so nice with the hookadoo thing it seemed like so it's just a different on. way of doing the, the, the same thing not but anyway out there in podcast land <laughs>
0: But anyway, it is, you, you get the same amount of wontons you get in the wonton soup. So they're not cheaping you out because you're getting the egg drop soup uh, instead of the normal broth. And uh, I'll say this if you're a fan of thick soups, uh, and I'm not really a thick soup guy, except maybe lobster bisque, which is thick.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, is a bisque a soup? No. But I just did. Your mind just literally spin around in your skull. No, I was
0: just, uh, yeah, I was speechless for a moment there.
1: I mean, technically, like because like a stew, <laughs> you wouldn't call a soup. No, is a bisque a soup? Uh, I don't know. I I'm, I'm I'm never. Gonna... I don't think I've ever had a bisque.
0: Uh huh. Well, lobster bisque, yeah, you you wouldn't go for that for obvious reasons. Oh, nice. Uh, the the, uh, the nice. allergic
1: reaction. That's an attack on my <laughs> character,
0: Mike. <laughs> but the allergic reaction would send you to the hospital. 2020. So of course, of course you're missing out one of the the true great dishes uh, of mankind.
1: Lobster bisque
0: uh, is delicious. Where else,
1: where else would the great dishes come from?
0: It's so delicious that a, an entire episode of a very popular television show was centered around it.
1: Um, lobster bisque. Yeah, lobster bisque. Though. Yeah. Yada yada yeah come on dog look at us we are yeah but even after even
0: after you saw that show you were not tempted to try that soup out no no okay no i still hated lobster it's absolutely delicious well you'll never know
1: because uh i think i'll know (laughs) it's like you say it like it's yeah i'll never know what it's like to walk on the moon yeah, if I'll not I I can walk outside right now and get some lobster bisque and uh-huh. confirm that it that I hate it, but Yeah. Uh, but uh sorry yeah. I you off track. Okay. Yeah. No, but anyway,
0: it it basically just thickens the 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 soup up having the egg drop soup in with the wontons. So it's a a thicker soup. Uh it was okay. I finished it. Uh but uh now I think I'll stick to the regular wonton
1: soup over this. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I can't remember what you said about egg drop soup when we did it. I'm still jacking well, from yeah,
0: it. Yeah, the 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 consistency is weird. You know, it's just a weird It's like a raw egg. Yeah. It's 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 just it's it's yeah, it's not very soup like. Let's put it that way. It's it's got that texture to it and it's uh kind of slimy. So maybe that's not even soup.
2: <laughs> maybe none of this stuff you have in the
0: soup. I don't know what it is. But uh yeah, you know, I, I, and I, that, I wasn't yeah. a fan. I, my father used to like it. I used to get it for him all the time, and so yeah. One time I got it for myself, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm glad he like I, I'm glad he likes it." Although it was a struggle to get him to eat it, mm-hmm. but um, it uh, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. So uh, all right, so you're giving this what 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 is the number? Is it the highest rating? Flat out ten?
1: No. Okay. It's, not, it's not. egg for young.
0: Uh huh.
1: Okay. But uh, I I gotta give it. It gets it gets a half a point just for the, the surprise factor. I might go eight point eight. Eight point eight.
0: Okay. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad when you're happy. i about
1: that, yeah. it that once it got in there and it was I can't get over it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a good seven point five. You yeah, know, it's it was very enjoyable.
1: Feel um, like i mean healthy fruit.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how healthy it is. <laughs> but, I mean, you got some, you got some pineapples in there, but
1: you you got a lot of fried stuff too. But yeah, um, you would think uh with it, the pineapple that hot, it'd be awful. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't get over it. Now Maybe I'll try uh, pineapple pizza. What's that? Maybe I will try pineapple pizza. Uh-huh. No, I know people who swear by the pineapple pizza. Don't dismiss me, Mike. Don't dismiss me. (laughs) I'm not dismissing you. You didn't even entertain that. Uh,
0: No, I'm saying I know people who love the pineapple pizza. They make the case for it. I think I I tried it one time.
1: Let me put this on my ever-growing list of things I will promise to do over the next week that I will probably forget. But I mean it right now as I'm saying it out loud. (laughs) I'm going to try pineapple pizza. Uh Uh, Inspired by this... Pineapple pineapple fried rice. I'm going to try the pineapple pizza. Because I I also don't love ham, but there must be something to this. Okay. All right, maybe we'll do do a a
0: sidebar. A sidebar next week. um, Because I discovered a place near me. It was rated one of the best pizzerias in New Jersey, which is high praise. Wow. And their specialty... A diner in Jersey. (laughs) And okay. their specialty item is the upside down Sicilian pizza. Upside down Sicilian. Well, what they do is they they flip the sauce and the cheese. So the cheese
1: is underneath the sauce. Oh, like deep dish. Is that is that the way they they prepare deep dish? Well I, well, I don't know if it's by as a rule, but I've had deep dish where yeah, it's uh the sauce is on top okay. and whatever's under that and then crust.
0: Yeah, this this came up on the uh, the best show when uh, Pat Byrne was a fan of this pizza and he ordered it a couple times and I uh, I got into a uh, a row. <laughs> no, it was a, it wasn't a row. It was just a uh, discussion about w- whether this was superior to regular Sicilian pizza, which I claimed at the time it it wasn't.
1: Um, so I'm going to try not Sicilian pizza, right? Sicilian I'll, still has the cheese on top,
0: right? Yeah. Sicilian, yeah. Sicilian just has the cheese on the top. So I'm going to try this place out during the next week. You're going to um, get pineapple? Uh, I don't want to ruin it with pineapple.
1: <laughs> Come on. All right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll uh-huh. do it and give a report. You do the
0: pineapple pizza, and I'll do this uh, upside-down pizza. And uh, you know,
1: we'll have a little sidebar. Now, the one time I was in Chicago, the home of the deep dish, I went to a place where they served it. It was pizza in a bowl. It's basically like a chicken pie pie. If you picture it like that, it's a bowl with all the stuff in it, oh, and then the crust is over the top. It was delightful. That, that
0: sounds delightful. That was delightful to you. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous. So you eat it with a spoon. Well, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> now I feel like a lesser than. <laughs> but I mean, how do you eat the thing? Do you, do you drink? I, you, you hold the bowl up to your mouth? Mike, don't be disgusting. Or you you got to eat pizza with a spoon. You were a role model.
1: That's wor- worse than the role man. model, Mayor, Mike. Mayor like. De Blasio and his fork and knife eating the pizza. I think it was a spoon. I mean, this is something you can eat like once a year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was great. I mean, okay. I wouldn't try it at like Domino's, but this place specialized in it. It was in Chicago, the home mm-hmm. of the
0: deep So. Uh,
1: and you just got a regular slice, or you had toppings? I'm sure it was like sausage and pepperoni in it. It was like uh-huh. a it was a, it was like a chicken pie pie except it was pizza stuff inside and then the crust over top, And uh-huh. it was a bowl.
0: Sounds like a chicken. It sounds like a pizza pot pot pie.
1: Me. All right, fuck me then. How about more, that? More, more pot pie than pizza. I mean, I always had that dream of taking a pizza and just scraping off all the toppings, throwing away the crust and eating all the toppings with a fork. So I guess that was kind of it. I knew
0: somebody who did that. Yeah. I, I, I had a neighbor who detested the actual crust of a pizza. Would just, yeah, take all the top the cheese and just eat the mound after she scraped it off. Yeah, eat the cheese and the. sauce? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah! Throw out the throw out the bread. Okay, I thought yeah. it was my idea, but you, you need to top me. Okay. <laughs>
1: she she, he was revol- was girl she, was a
0: rebel girlfriend. She was a revolutionary when she was uh, eleven.
1: Okay, I mean, we want to steal my ideas. And steal my ideas. <laughs> Sorry, that's fine.
0: Speaking but of I'll, new new, type, new food. Unheard of things, which uh, that that pizza pot pie is something I've never heard of before. Um, I, I I guess Gordon Ramsay has uh, discovered my feed, so I I see his stuff popping up all the time. I don't think I follow him. Why yours, not mine? I'm the one writing about it. <laughs> you didn't see his video about uh, he constructed his wag wagu. I I don't even know know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Wagu wagu. Okay. <laughs> Here it goes. Claim I, I, to be an elite. Well, I, I I don't I don't claim to be an elite, but I I can I can I'm claiming that I've never heard of wagyu beef before. How long has this been a thing?
1: I mean, I've only had it in the last couple of years a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean Angus
0: good. Angus was going strong, right? Angus beef was like uh, number 1 for a while. So this is like trying to steal a little of uh, the
1: Angus beef thunder. I don't know what's the difference between Wagyu beef and Kobe beef, um, other than it's like a higher next level kind of thing.
0: It has to do with the the fat distribution. Mm-hmm. I think Angus has the fat on the outside, and the, the Wagyu is more uh, evenly uh, distributed through the meat.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. Look Did a you. little research.
1: Look at you. Did the work. <laughs> Look at you. People claim.
0: We Did do the not- work. We do not do the research. I'm doing a slow clap. show, yeah. So anyway, yeah. He he's 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 showing. He's he's making this burger, and then of course he puts an egg on top of it. You know what's with
1: the egg in the burger? A fried egg. Yeah, the fried you know, egg. They call that a te- a Texas burger.
0: Yeah. Well, I
1: don't know why.
0: Texas blew it on that one.
1: Yeah, just that one.
0: So so we're. <laughs> Are we on the same page with eggs on burgers?
1: That and getting rid of Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yes, I've never had any desire. First of all, yeah, what makes that a Texas burger? Yeah, I don't when get people it. People fried eggs? do they always go, is it from Texas? Like deep dish Chicago, mm-hmm. fried eggs, Texas. <laughs> I, I don't know what that connection is. No. But no, I've never, I've, It's never appealed to me. Uh-huh. Did you try
0: it? No, I didn't try it. I mean, I, I I just saw the video where he's making this thing. And of course, the thing's huge. And uh, by the time he's done with it uh, and it looks like, you know, you could barely eat it as a hamburger because it's going to make a a total mess. Mm -hmm. Um, It even makes a mess when he tries to take a bite out of it. I'm like, you know, not that I have to be tidy while I'm eating, but you know, it it takes away some of the joy when you you turn into a messy uh, animal.
1: Takes away some of the joy. (laughs) Turn into a messy animal.
0: (laughs) When you're reminded, when you remind when you remind yourself that you are a simple animal,
1: that, that's who, going that's going in the old bit, Mike. Who needs food to sustain life? No, that's going in your eulogy. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Uh-huh. Reminded that Mike hated eating like an animal. Did you uh,
0: did you participate? I didn't even know this is a thing. You know, it's every day, every day you, you you some you see something new and stupid. Uh, did you see the Pynchon in public thing? Did that pop up on any of your Twitter feeds? What the fuck Twitter do you have? Tom, what Thomas? <laughs> yeah, Thomas Pynchon, the what, writer. What Twitter are you following, Mike? I don't know. I follow a lot of people. I follow more more people than who follow me. Mm.
1: No, but no, anyway. And another. <laughs> pension.
0: What about it now? Well, so so yeah, I'm seeing all these pictures of Thomas Pension books laid out on tables. Uh, you know, just, just different thing. I'm like, why did they zero in on pension? And then you know, pension, pension is like a, an egghead author, right? He's like, if you're reading pension, you know, people think you're, hey, this guy must be smart. You know, he's a smart guy. You don't get that with all books. No. Although, you know, not, not there's books. so few people reading books now. <laughs> oh, social
1: commentary. Here we go. Anyway.
0: The so language I, suck. <laughs> they, Mike. They could be walking around with Dr. Seuss and I'll give them some extra points in the in the IQ chart. Swear but on. um no, but I you know, it, it's you know, Thomas Pynchon's always been an author who yeah, he he's got this rep like he's the tough nut to crack. And if you, if you're reading him, you must be like on a higher level. Of reading um i've only you know I've, I've tried to read him and uh you know the one book i kind of enjoyed without being a, a struggle page to page was vineland which you know is not like really one of his high, highly regarded books but mm-hmm. i found it enjoyable it wasn't like work you know i don't want to read a book where i gotta work uh every page yeah that's not good the new cormac mccarthy book I had to put it down. There's a new one. Yeah. The the double one. Yeah. I started the first one and you know, there was some, there was some good, good scenes and bars and stuff, but then he's one of the main characters is in a, uh, mental uh, health facility. And that stuff is just like off the wall. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. So I put it down. Um, I just read a book. I mean, I, I, I've sort of been in a lull. I haven't been able to finish books. I've been starting all these books. And I guess, you know, the stress of the last couple of years and uh, Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to concentrate for, you know, a period of time. So, yeah, I'd start a book and then put it down. Uh, But I picked up this book and I don't even know what made me pick it up. Somebody sent me a a Proof Galley's uh, Friend of the Best Show. She worked at Random House and she sent me I guess uh, the galleys before it was published even. The new
1: Harry Potter? Put <laughs> that shit online, dog.
0: No, it was... Uh, listen to this long-winded title. Oh, God. Although, of course, you end up becoming yourself Um, by David Lipsky, which is a expanded version. He did a Rolling Stone interview with uh, David Foster Wallace.
2: Right. Uh,
0: and it, it was actually made into a movie. A few years ago,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the end of the tour with uh, Jason Siegel and. Uh... All right. Anyway, but what's the uh, name
2: of
0: it again? say what's that? What's the, the name of it? The movie is called "The End of the Tour." Not the book. I mean. Oh, uh, although of course you end up becoming yourself.
1: But you're reading your fortune.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was able to finish the book. Uh, you know david foster wallace is another one of these authors and you know if you're reading him uh you're you're a genius (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh i'm thinking did you see people uh jonathan
1: franson he's another one
0: well yeah they were buddies and uh and they both come across as as two guys who think they're smarter than
1: everybody what, are you smarter than me? <laughs> you better than me? Yeah, yeah. Will you go to college? Will you look smart? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't street smart, smart. No, they anymore.
0: were, they, they were smart. cut above. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, David Foster Wallace. I mean, I read uh, a, a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again, which is essays. Uh, the two famous ones are about the time he went on a cruise and the time he went to a state fair. And both of them, basically, you know what comes through to me, anyway, was a guy just uncomfortable in his own skin. You know, like he he couldn't he couldn't be comfortable around people. You know, it comes off as a bit uh, arrogant. You know, he, he, these inferior people. You know, how how do they you know enjoy going on a cruise? How do they enjoy going to a state fair? What's wrong with them? You know. So I mean. So, yeah, he, he's he's definitely got some issues. And unfortunately, he didn't, he, he wasn't able to uh, resolve them. You know, he committed suicide. What? Um, you didn't know
1: this? Yes, of course I know. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to weigh in. Dumb, I don't read his dumb shit books, but I, I do know when I, I know uh-huh. he killed himself.
0: Was, well, you, you know, I'm thinking about this, like when you, this was sort of, at the height when you were living in Williamsburg, did, did you Let's see a lot back of? Back. <laughs> did you see a lot of the hipsters toting around? Oh, infinite,
1: all, infinite... all in their back pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take always it, one, either Jonathan Franzen or David Foster Wallace. Always okay. they have one, one ready to go. <laughs> yeah, um... I shouldn't be shitting on them. I haven't even read them, so but but I know what you're talking about. I read about 20
0: pages of Infinite Jest and uh, I did not uh, care for it and did not pursue it any further. I, I guess I should have done that in the the bookstore before I bought the book, but um, it's one of these books that just, yeah, it got a reputation um, and uh, Oprah never got around to reading it, but uh, a lot of people did. And um, I was thinking about you know, when I was working in New York, sometimes I just would start seeing books, people carrying around books. And you're like, everybody's carrying around the same book. Uh, I remember that happened with A Prayer for Owen Meany.
2: Really? Yeah. Th- th-
0: that was like a hot book for a while. Kept see- kept seeing people on the subway reading it. And so I had read The World According to Garp, and I, I kind of enjoy parts of it. I kind of enjoyed the the novel within the novel. Did you ever read John Irving?
1: Mm-mm.
0: No. But um wait, he's so, run uh, he's run rabbit run? No, that's that's uh John Updike. Updike. Yeah, yeah, who I hate. So. Okay. <laughs> well, uh David Foster Wallace I think hated uh John Updike as well, so oh. maybe shame my enemy is my friend. <laughs> you might enjoy his books. But um so I read, yeah, I I read A Prayer for Own meanie, and I thought it was just, like, so sentimental. Um, and mm. I was like, oh, this is what people love. And I, I was on an elevator, and a woman saw, saw me holding the book, and she's like, oh, I love that book. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm a straight shooter. You know, I can't just go along with stuff. So. Oh, no, Mike,
1: no. <laughs> so, hey, girl, so. let's go back to my phone and talk about it. So, <laughs> I got some new Kool-Aid ice pops, <laughs> ready to go.
0: So I said, uh, you know, it's so sentimental, and she goes, "That's why I love it."
1: Yeah, you might be the least sentimental person I've ever known. Uh-huh. I'm thinking you might you might enjoy it. You're you've got a soft heart. I am sentimental. I yeah. just i I've discussed this here, but for the first time, I've tried to. Tried to read like not contemporary, not even contemporary books, but books, newer books, you mm-hmm. know, have more of a, uh, I, I tried to read. Uh, there was one by the guy that wrote Clockwork Orange. It's about Shakespeare, as a kid. Anthony, Anthony Burgess, yeah, it's called Under the Sun or something like that. And it's I got through like a hundred pages. It's unreadable. It's uh-huh. awful. Uh, but then again, I don't know if Clockwork Orange is a great book. I've read it.
0: I, I enjoyed you- it yeah yeah it, it's not as hard people think it's hard because you know he's got some uh you know invented words in there. there's a glossary in back and 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 after a while you know what the word is so it's sort of standing in for another word so yeah. it's easy easy to read it once you get yeah.
1: get the hang of it you know this but, this was Shakespeare' as a youth, which I thought I would like because I love there's a sitcom called upstart crow mm-hmm. but so and I also have a new policy where if I don't like the book, I just stop reading it
0: yeah that that i think that's a good policy um i mean some of the books i stopped reading weren't that i i wasn't enjoying them i I was you know like i said i was having trouble concentrating and i I was just stressed stressed out to the point where i couldn't read
1: i couldn't sit still for a while yeah but um yeah when it comes to the point where like oh i have to grind this out it's like mm -hmm. reading should be more joyful than that yeah
0: yeah um that's the only anthony burgess book i read i I do have another one of his books, which was highly regarded at the time called Earthly Powers. Um, but I, I never I haven't given a shot yet. Sometimes I'll, I'll loan a book for 40 some odd years, pick it up, and then it's a fantastic book. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard for me to part with something, even though I've had it a long time, you know?
1: Oh, I've carried books for, from place to place for decades. And yeah, half of them I still haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, now I have this policy. I'm willing to try anything. So, so the last week, a friend of ours, uh, I saw online, he had, rec- he had said that this was his favorite book, The Painted Bird. Okay, Jersey, I, Jersey Kaczynski. Yes. Yeah. Now you I've know? heard
0: of him. I, well, I've, I, I know he was very popular in the 70s. Um, another author who committed suicide. Oh, goddamn. Uh, there <laughs> we, go. we go. But, um, yeah, he wrote "Being There." Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. That became the movie. That became the movie. Yeah, um, oh, or the Wilco
1: album. <laughs> Both. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he had some popular books, but that was his first book, mm-hmm. I believe.
1: "Being There." No, the the painted bird. Isn't it about
0: World oh. World War Two?
1: Yeah. So I just yeah. cracked it, and first chapter, I'm like, oh, I'm get into this i'm rooting for this guy and then like the next page they burn a squirrel so i'm like fuck so now i'm just depressed but i i think i think i'm gonna like it so i'm gonna get, keep going no
0: i like i said you know i sort of was aware of him i never picked up any of his books but he was very popular in the 70s i guess they they lumped him in with what they call black humorous you know mm-hmm.
1: um well i hope but... this gets funny because so far it's uh <laughs> no, no, I, think I, that... I will say this the squirrel scene I'm talking about, I wouldn't even call it a scene, it's just mm-hmm. a couple sentences. The angriest I've been at a book since *You the Obscure. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Um, oh, okay. I'm sure you know what scene I'm talking about. We don't do spoilers, but uh
0: No, I've only read uh two Hardy books. I'm not Hardy a... Boys. <laughs> Thomas Hardy. Oh, you you didn't Thomas read Hardy. The I read The Mayor of Casterbridge and uh Tessa
1: Herberville. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I read it maybe twenty years ago. There's a scene in it which just makes you hate everybody, just furious. And this happened when I read about the squirrel. But, but uh, I think I'm gonna like this one, so I'm gonna keep on trucking with it. So,
0: I mean, you know, for what it's worth, I, I heard that you know that book is. I mean, w- which friend of it is is it uh, who who says this is his favorite book?
1: Serge. Oh, really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I trust. Yeah. I mean, I trust his, him when it comes to books. I mean, I used to trust you, but then I found out <laughs> that you, for some reason, refused to read *To Kill a Mockingbird*. So, I'm not saying <laughs> no, that, but, uh... I brought up.
0: I think I think that was one of the books that uh, was affected by my stress. So I'm prepared to go back to that. Uh, really big enough. In- yeah. 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 yeah uh,
1: Sergio Sur- wh- recommended it, so. I'm whipping through the. Uh,
0: and I this was a, a pure. I didn't even know it was out. Uh, I went to pick up the Lucinda Williams. Uh, autobiography oh my god you got that yeah i got that was it true the rumors
1: that we've been hearing
0: i don't know what you're talking about but uh but i saw this other book about our our favorite springsteen record nebraska oh yeah Uh, (laughs) i want to get i want to get your input on this i'm about 100 pages in and this the hyperbole for the for that album is just through the roof yeah. I mean, did you know that Nebraska invented invented indie rock? Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> Single-handedly, you know, Bruce Springsteen got, a, got his hands on some equipment that any other person on the world could purchase to record at home. But somehow he did it and put a record out, and uh, he invented indie rock. I mean, I love
1: Nebraska. <laughs> I love Bruce. Yeah. And these things come around with him. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's always, oh, Bruce was going for something. He saw, he thinks like movies. Oh, wow. You, you got to read this book, though. I mean, every page has a whopper. Every, like yeah, it can't just be, oh, God. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, yeah, it's... it's I saw he was on Good Morning America. I couldn't even watch. I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be something. I was searching for the heart of, you know, what what makes wombats turn evil or something. I don't know. Like, come on. 10, 15 years ago, uh-huh. Greggy would have snatched this up and inhaled every word. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll send it
0: brother. on to you because I I, I want you to. Uh, okay. I want to get your feedback on this one because. I'll, I'll uh,
1: read it. Uh, I mean, how much how much can they how many pages can they drag this out? I mean, he wrote <laughs> well, some it, great it, songs. It, it, he recorded the, them. The,
0: the type the type is nice and large for me, which I appreciate. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> uh, no, Br- Br- Bruce was interviewed for this book. I mean, he 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 did participate in it. Um, so, uh, you got some, in, you got some, uh, quotes from him about it. And, uh, the
1: it's hang- interesting. The the, the, the Hagiography different... can just be crushing. The what? Hagiography, which I don't even know if that's the right word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a spin. Speaking uh-huh. of 73 year old men or whatever, uh, are we going to talk about the coronation? No. God damn
0: it. Our our people don't want to hear about that stuff. Ugh. This is a U.S. podcast.
1: Oh, excuse me, green oh. chocolate <laughs> food. What what
0: what what's your takeaway? Can can you just sum it up quickly for the fans?
1: Of my takeaway of a thousand years of British rule.
0: I mean, I like that little meme you made where he was looking at a plug for egg foo. What that was well done.
1: Hey, <laughs> always working, bro. <laughs>
0: always working.
1: Uh, I like the I, I like the royal family and the mm-hmm. that's, you know it's, it's big and dumb and glossy and it's great. It, mm-hmm. I don't know why people get upset about it. I mean, I understand because it's twenty twenty three. were like ruling kings and uh-huh. actually did yeah. shit. I think
0: you missed my my zinger there. I did. I'm sorry. Shit. Because it's twenty
1: twenty three. Boom! Nice. That goes with today's theme, Mike. <laughs> But uh, people get upset, I'm like, and and they love to go, how much money did we spend? Well, they they bring in $2 billion a year to your country, which last I checked, was thirsty for money. And I don't even want to get into you know who, but half of this country right now is thirsting to have a certain ex-president be declared king. And it's always those exact same people who love to laugh at the British monarchy. So. Mm -hmm. I get a kick out of that. What was but, that dollar uh, figure? Uh, what was the uh, dollar figure? Two billion a year. They're bringing two, two billion. Two billion. Yeah. Don't oh, I can see that I can see the lights changing on your <laughs> screen. Are you looking that up? Don't you fact check me live in real time, Mike?
0: The keychains. What I mean, how are
1: they how are they getting that number?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Glasses. Who's to say?
1: Some uh big uh, crowns. I, I looked it up because I people were bitching and moaning, and as I think it was 2018, they cost Eighty-seven million a year, and they bring in two billion. So I'm okay. You want to get rid of them? Great. But I I loved it. You watched it beautifully. How many hours? It was it was quicker than one of the weddings. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that. It was maybe an hour. Oh
0: really? Okay.
1: Maybe an hour. Then some of the balcony stuff and the planes fly over and whatever. It was was a couple hours, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't think it was as long as. Mm -hmm. uh, uh a couple of the weddings they've uh, thrown, so mm-hmm. I love it. The pomp and circumstance, the weird rituals, the thing when they bring in the curtain, when they anoint him that no- nobody can see, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. You you don't, though, because you no, don't. No, it's like I have zero interest. You like America. I think you're sucking up their audience, Mike. I think you're sucking up to the, you know, <laughs> you love freedom. We all love <laughs> yeah. America, Mike. It's okay.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I do I, love freedom. I,
1: I guess I guess when I I guess you didn't watch it. So
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. All, right. all right, but I, I you know you can't get away from it. So I saw the the articles about the lip readers. <laughs> this is a, a new burgeoning oh, industry. Yeah. The lip readers who can. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad it's happening. I mean, I I think it's long overdue that that the lip reader. readers get get you know the recognition that they deserve. That uh, they can <laughs> they can. Lip read what royals are saying to each other. Uh, Let's hear from the Megan, lip readers out there. was it there a Meghan Markle incident recently? They read her lips, and uh, now the uh, apparently the the king was uh, bitching about things running
1: late. You know, so yeah, very very important stuff. Well, I would be too if to was him. He's got time is click picking for him. Uh huh. He put on that crown, and he's like, "Let's get going. I don't have too much time." <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, but we it is discuss- a historical thing. We'll, well, I say we'll never see again, but obviously, we could see again. But mm-hmm. oh. all right, can I tell you about my morning coming into work real quick? Yeah, sure. I fucking get off the train, and I start. I'm walking, you know, looking at your phone, dicking around. All of a sudden, I see like ten feet ahead of me is a girl from my office. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Fuck. you know. Very nice woman, great woman, nice. But I don't want to do the small talk. Mm-hmm. Got to go up the stairs, uh-huh. up another escalator, down the block, mm-hmm. and up the building. So I'm like, I'll just peel, stay back, give her a minute, let hang her hang back, her. man. Hang back, back. I'm gonna think about what I'm gonna chat about on X for what, because Mike, gonna, Mike's about putting in the work.
0: <laughs> baby so steps. Like, Wait. Did you take
1: some baby steps? Some, but yeah, I, I I didn't even pretend to walk, I just curled off behind a column. Stood and, I, and I'm clocking, like I'm like, all right, 30 seconds. All right. So I just start walking again, get to like the next level level of it. All of a sudden I realize I'm 10 feet behind her again. So I'm like, stop, not gonna stop again. Uh-huh. So I peel off again, give like a solid minute, minute and a half. Still going over my full what notes, thinking of what I can do to please Mike this week. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, all right, cool. She's on the escalator. No chance. I'll say, you're in the escalator. Boop, boop, boop. Get to the top of the escalator. So I walk in. She's 10 feet in front of me again. Mm-hmm. What's going I on? Think. I don't know. I'm like, how yeah. slow is this person? Mm-hmm. And so then I just stop and I watch her cross the street. So then I cross. Like kind of hiding behind people. So finally, it's a straight shot to the office. And between it, between the off me and the office door, is, is a coffee place. And I see her stopping. So I'm like, all right, if she well, goes in the coffee place, I'll sprint past to, to get to the office <laughs> doors and go up. Or or if she keeps walking, now that I've got eyes on her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this is, I, I skipped a couple of steps. This is the fourth time I've had to stop. Mm-hmm to let her get get ahead and somehow she's still only 10 feet ahead of me. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like... How old is this person?
1: Young. Really? Okay. I think this is her first job out of college. Young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Super young. Unusual. Again, again, super nice. This never been anything but nice. This is not a reflection mm-hmm. on her uh-huh. other than the fact that she may be the slowest walker on earth. <laughs> so I'm like, if she goes in the coffee shop, I'll spring past. If she keeps walking, I'll just... I'll just wait until I can see her go into the building. And then by the time I walk down the block and turn, she's got to be on the mm-hmm. elevator. She hits, she gets gets as far as the coffee shop. All of a sudden, boom, turns, puts her leg up, goes the tire shoe, looks right back at me. I'm busting, <laughs> I'm standing there. <laughs> so after all of that, all my clever, clever stops along the way four times. Boom, I'm caught and I gotta okay. do the small talk. Okay. The next three minutes.
0: It never occurred to you that she was walking slow intentionally because she wanted to talk to you.
1: No, that no. didn't occur I mean, I I underplayed how slow it was. I mean, mm-hmm. I had to stop four times mm-hmm. to give this person a chance to skit out of the way. And she mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Yeah. And but then in the end, that's karma for you. In the end, I still had to do the fucking small talk anyway.
0: And it wasn't that bad, was it?
1: It was great. She's delightful. (laughs) But that's what you get. That's what you get. Try to outsmart everybody. Try to do this. Try to orchestrate everything. And then boom, you're in an elevator talking about, I don't know what. You'll
0: Mm -hmm. never make it as a PI. That's true.
1: (laughs) Or should I? (laughs) Uh Can't even tell a young lady. Um, it, it reminds me of uh, you, remember Larry, my old roommate. Yeah, yeah. And he always moved at a slower speed. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Just a slow moving human.
0: When I think of Larry, I don't think of a human dynamo.
1: Right. Very. We love Larry. Larry. <laughs> yeah, we best. do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. very. We should small. get him on the show. Very slow moving. Mm-hmm. No, then he'll listen to this and he'll hate me. But So one day I came home, uh, 100 Metro, mm-hmm. back into Williamsburg, and I realized I'd forgotten my keys. Mm-hmm. And this is back before cell phones. But I was like, no problem. I know what time Larry comes home from work, and he's right behind me. it be 20, 30 minutes. I'll chill out. Got my daily news. 20, 30 minutes, look up, end of the block. Here comes Larry trucking along, bebopping along. I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm say so I go back. I'm looking to read later. Minute or two, I look back up, and there's Larry, still a block away, still trucking along, bebopping, mm-hmm. walking as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. And I know that because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Ah, you look back at my daily news? Like, knock out an entire crossword puzzle. Look up again. He's, like, still halfway down the block. I'm like, how slow? A walk and you, you go. Is <laughs> It took like half an hour. That's that's what I thought of when I was mm-hmm. trying trying to avoid mm-hmm. this person, the slow walking person. Yeah, I don't know what it is about me.
0: How are you taking it's, the news? Eventually, that...
1: Larry showed up and let me in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your beloved Kellogg's Diner is uh,
1: ooh, how about that going down, huh? Yeah. No, on... no. Uh, I think they, I think they're still hoping to get bought, right? Oh, really? I think. Okay, I think that's the last I heard.
0: There's a chance that it, it may live yet again.
1: But right think, now, it, it's closed or uh, on a way to be closed. I think it's on the way to being closed. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it's a funny spot. I don't know if you'd put like con like I'm sure they're juicing to put condos up there, but it's a it's a tricky spot. Mm-hmm. But you they know?
0: have a loyal following. I never went in that place; it wasn't packed.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, prayers up. Prayers up for Kellogg's Diner. Had many a night in there, And the morning, if you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, Mike Lisk.
0: And, and then, they, they, then they got
1: lobsters in there. Maybe that was the end, uh, the beginning of the end when they got they a had lobster. the
0: lobsters in the tank. Yeah, one yeah. day they had
1: lobsters or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little lobster bisque, maybe.
1: See what we did right there?
0: Yeah, brought That's it what all happens when
1: you come to rehearsal, Mike.
0: Brought it all around.
1: It all comes together.
0: That got a for- fortune cookie with your I did. What is your open already? You're not gonna open it for the show? Oh. Didn't you hear me? <laughs> Mine is making so much noise I can't even hear anything. I'm-, I'm going for urine.
1: How come nobody ever makes the Pac-Man like Waka 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 Waka? <laughs> Yeah, but got, Pac-Man was invented by Japanese. That's guys. what this show needs, more psych gigs. Oh, Mike, don't do that. Oh, man. wow, look at this one. Mike, you fought to have YouTube, Mike. Don't, don't fight me. I think I made that joke before about it looks like Pac-Man, but the game was invented by a Japanese guy, not Chinese.
2: Uh-huh.
1: All right, I'll stop talking. I'm sorry. I'm bothering you. What did you get? Oh, I'm sorry. You shall soon make a long overdue personal decision. Mm. Wow. That's actually something that is declarative. Uh,
0: You want to trade? Oh, God. I'll give you this one. A new romance is in the future.
1: Oh. Young Michael. (laughs) Young Michael. No good? (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean... I'm an old man. Do do I really need?
1: But if it fell into your lap, like it's saying, if all of a yeah, sudden, yeah, I've this... gone this
0: far. I've gone this far. Is you never know. Sudden, sudden, yeah, I, I'll I'll remain open, okay, for it because just just because of this fortune. That's all. We're I'll saying. be more optimistic in that regard.
1: Nobody's saying you got to go and hit the clubs. <laughs> a hit the clubs. Club. Yeah. yeah. But if it happens, let's be open cl- to it. Yeah, if it happens. Yeah. I've given up too, but I do have that. <laughs> if it happens, I will embrace it with open arms. I've given up too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, don't worry, I'm not gonna be happy either. <laughs> but I'm open to happiness. Uh-huh. Even though I know it's never gonna come. <laughs> yeah, if we got too happy, the show wouldn't be half as funny. True. That's not true. <laughs> I think it is. Nah, i would still be I'd still be funny. <laughs> I'd still be great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think so. Uh huh. I mean, if I had, if I had a wife to talk about, Mm -hmm. how great would that be? Yeah. I mean, I came in this, I came in wanting to scream about uh, freezers that people have in their fridges. Why did, why do these new fridges have the ice trays where it's just a huge tray of ice in the freezer? You ever seen these?
0: No, I haven't seen that. That's, Mine, mine, doesn't have anything. I had to get out the old ice trays.
1: Okay, well, here, all right. We don't need the mic mic <laughs> list. One, the war stories. <laughs> you know, there's the the great ones are you push the cup cup and the ice comes out. Right. But some of them have they just keep creating ice and it's just like a big ice bin, in the freezer you pull out. But what always happens is some ice or some fucking frozen peas fall in the back. You can't shut the door, and you have to hope there's curious George is around so he can crawl over around and through the back to pick out the ice or whatever so you can shut the door, but that takes so long. Everything's melted and ruined. I don't know who approved these fridges. Two people I know have them. They drive me nuts. I don't know how they became a thing. <laughs> they seem to be nothing but pain. Is this
0: your your gripe of the week? It took us to the end of the show to get this out of you? It is
1: yeah, okay. And now it's a good one at okay. least the, at least the walk in the work thing that's more of me being an asshole because you know, I want to talk to this perfectly nice uh-huh. person, yeah, whereas the freezer thing, I don't understand how that even got built because it's it's under the auspices of this is a nice uh, modern super refrigerator with a modern ice making freezer. But all it is just dump the ice there in a big tray so you can constantly have shit knocked in the back so you can never shut the door. So you are just always crawling around
0: and you can program it with your phone. Of course.
1: Right. No, not that, not this one. QR code on the front of it. Don't don't bring up the QR code. (laughs) I know, I know you're going to get upset. (laughs) Don't do the QR codes, but yeah, that's my gripe then. Mm -hmm. stop making these freezers with those awful ice things at the bottom.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to see a picture. I mean, uh, You described it, but I'm I'm having a hard time picturing it. Okay. Can you can you send me a photo?
1: I can describe it in 15 seconds. (laughs) Up the top fridge, you have two doors. That's the bottom third or whatever is a freezer that pulls out. Mm -hmm. Part of the freezer is just a big long bin where the ice dumps out as it's making it. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like a bunch of ice. Mm -hmm. And whenever you open it ice spills out in the back or something Or something you're keeping in the freeze, falls in the back. Yeah. So you can't shut the door again. And of course, like I said, you got an inspector gadget or curious George to crawl around and it's a fucking nightmare. I don't know how this passed. Yeah,
0: it should have. I mean, I've seen my brother had one with an automatic ice maker and it had a little, you know, a little bin that it caught the ice mm-hmm it was small, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big tray, mm-hmm. but there wasn't any overflow because there was a, uh, a sensor, a little sensor that detected when the thing was full and it would stop making ice. This Wait, so kind
1: of, it's not that there's overflow, but the way it just piles up there, mm-hmm. when you pull out the door or do anything, it just knocks all the ice. Yeah, no, it, 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 There's a design
0: problem there. I think you, you, you've you hit the nail yes. on the head.
1: Yeah. These are two different. I mean, but they make these things by the millions.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah.
1: how yeah. the genius came up with this dumb idea. Mm-hmm. How did they get past writing You're it right. on a napkin at the
0: bar? So many dumb ideas are getting out now.
1: I wish I had thought of that one. <laughs>
0: uh huh. I'm going to end our uh, show with a little horror story. It's like a nightmare.
1: <laughs> Let me get these light back on. I don't, don't want to scare. Hold on. <laughs> Back. uh-huh you scared me, Michael, yeah, it was
0: a dream, you know, most of my dreams aren't worth repeating, but uh this one you know I don't know it's it's a little horror, a little humor too though um I, you know I had a dream about my father, that's not a surprise, like mm-hmm. dream about my brother, my mother, my other brother, you know it's nice it's kind of nice when you dream about you know. Family members you've lost, and usually you know my dreams about them are kind of lighthearted, you know. So it's kind of oh, it's it's kind of enjoyable. So this was a dream, just me and my father in our usual positions. Although, you know, I used to sit on the couch. He used to sit on the love seat. He passed away on the love seat. That's that's where he was sitting. So in this dream, he's sitting on he's he's sitting on the couch, and I'm sitting on the, the love seat opposite him, and we're looking at each other and i'm watching him and i i'm thinking he's gonna die you know he, he's alive we're talking and then he would just sort of drop out of the conversation and he tilt back and i'm thinking he's gonna die
2: mm-hmm.
0: and but then he 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 starts goofing on me where he, he 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 you know he thinks you know i'm like going into like a panic mode i think he's dying and then he starts laughing at me.
1: Not funny. <laughs>
0: not funny. No, right? It's not funny. But it it was it was freaky. It was freaky more than funny. Huh. And so we this went on for a while, where I'm watching him. I'm I'm thinking he's gonna die, and then like all of a sudden his eyes will blink open, and then he starts laughing at me.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Is that a recurring dream or just no? Year?
0: This was a. a <laughs> This was a one-off, and uh, it woke me up. It was a little alarming. Um, what do you make of it, Dr. Freud?
1: I think it means your father was a dick. No, i joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's, let me ask you something. Are you going to be... How, how old was your father? He was 84? 89. 89, fuck. I was going to say, are you going to be annoyed if you don't make it to 89? No. I mean, 89 is tough. I think 80s,
0: the 80s are tough for anybody. 70s can be tough if you have um,
1: medical issues and so on. But it's not going to be a thing you're like, okay, well, I have to live at least live as long as my father. No, no. Because you're a younger generation. You should be able to live longer. I mean, 89 for any generation. That's a good. Yeah. No, I, I, I said it to him all the time.
0: I said, I'm not making 89. You know? Well, I thought um, you were going to say, you are house money, old man. <laughs> no. Eighty nine. That's, that's and a when long you said time.
1: that. What, what would he say? What do you say? I know.
0: Or... Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he didn't put up an argument. <laughs> 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 he, he's like, yeah, well, you know, you maybe, you don't have- de- maybe you don't deserve to. Yeah. Eighty nine.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you could. But why? Why would you?
0: Mm-hmm. Huh,
1: but, OK. Uh, eighty nine. I was thinking it was like eighty one or something a little mm-hmm. more achievable. Eighty nine is tough for anybody. So. Mm hmm but yeah i don't know Uh, i do remember 20 something years ago one of my teaching gigs in queens and a guy mentioned he was older than me like 20 years older so he was like an oracle of wisdom and he casually mentioned one time that he only ever only his parents had died but he only dreamed about his father for some reason Mm -hmm. and i thought i think that's true like anytime i've I've only ever had a dream about my father. He'll pop up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I never seem to dream about my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they never seem to be, you know, he's not sitting on the couch pretending to die like yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember anything at the moment that's in these dreams. But mm-hmm. at the time, I remember thinking, gee, is that true? And then I thought, shit, I think that is true. I don't know if it's a Do you dream more about your father than your mother? Or? Well, uh...
0: Actually, I would say that I probably didn't dream that much about my father.
1: Oh well, even yeah. Even, he even
0: before he he died, you know, yeah. um, he wasn't a, a regular feature. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I dream, I have dreams about my mother and my brothers, mm-hmm. um, not regularly, but every once in a while, and I'll wake up and it's like, wow, that was an interesting dream. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just see, I just think of it. Well. Okay, yeah, they're still on my... Sometimes I'll be thinking about them, and then, yeah, then I'll dream about them. That yeah. happens. Um, but, uh, now there seems to be a fair distribution. But now my, my father is going to be in on the act. Yeah, I'm if curious they, to
1: see now if, if the balance tips... Yeah. Is, is that a normal thing? Do men, the their fathers rule their dreams more? And this, when I say that, I mean, I may have had 10 dreams about my father in the years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They seem to be more memorable for some reason. Yeah. And is
0: he, are they, uh, I mean, can you think of one off the top of your head or, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the, the, most of your stories about your father involve, you know, you're always talking about him sort of being a disciplinarian. Uh, my father was that way too when I was
1: young, you know, I mean, that was. Very no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any and yelling, remember, my, my father any... was. A, any of I, these dreams I don't remember them being remarkable in any way no that was you know so mm-hmm. but I would have somebody dig into the one about him pretending to die in your in the in the couch
0: I think you know I just saw it as like yeah okay he's he's having the laugh now you know it's like I got to continue <laughs> and he's he's laughing at me
1: That's a that's a comfort right Yeah it is laughing. That's good. Yeah
0: yeah And um, I just heard that song, uh, Memo from Turner. You know that Rolling Stone song?
1: Memo from Turner? Yeah. Is it as bad as the title?
0: (laughs) No, check it out. It's it's one of the Rolling Stones' more obscure songs. It was on uh, the soundtrack to that movie performance, that weird Mick Jagger movie. Um, But it's a great song but there's an image in that song (laughs) memo from Turner. Yeah. Check it out. You can listen to on, on YouTube, but um, there's an image in the lyrics about uh, the narrator being laughing in his grave, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, you know, I, I don't think about an afterlife. I don't believe in an afterlife, but I'm thinking of that. And, you know, maybe we came back and we just laughed in our graves that would be funny wouldn't it
2: <laughs> because, by uh,
0: well no everybody when you know this would be at the end times end times i'm talking about mm-hmm. when when we're all supposed to be resurrected and and what do mm-hmm. they call that uh second
1: coming revelation uh, yeah,
0: but but it's you know the they there was a whole series of books about this i forget what it, but anyway garfield with him <laughs> Instead of instead of going to some place in the sky, all our graves open mm-hmm. and we're all laughing our asses off. That'd be nice.
1: <laughs> That's my picture of heaven. Wait, I had a um, I don't know if I posted it, but I did it on Excess Time. Uh, I had a movie idea about uh AI, AI becomes so great. It, it does it not only uh, produces immortality but it lets everybody from the past come back to life. And all of a sudden we're in this world where we all have to mix together with people who lived, you know, cavemen and today and whatever. I had that movie idea kicking around if you want to park a hundred grand somewhere. (laughs) But yes, if we were all up after the, yeah, what is the word? Starts with an R. Resurrection, revolting.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we're all supposed to be resurrected, but there is a term for it I can't think
1: of. Yeah, if we're not all laughing then why bother being resurrected? We're we going to be resurrected for. <laughs> uh-huh. Big ditches? Yeah, and and you know, most most of the
0: uh images of heaven are sort of just like, you know, it's like it sounds boring, right? I mean, you know, it's the harp, the harps and I guess everybody's nice okay. and uh we're just sort of milling around praising God. It just it just seems like a uh a totally boring uh atmosphere
1: well, what if you make where, it to where are the laughs
0: where are the laughs that's what I'm, I'm i'm looking for
1: well what if you're in heaven and you look around and you're like hey this is great but then like some of your friends are in the other place yeah didn't make it yeah well, that's that's i got to spend eternity knowing that that's yeah yeah that's no good mm-hmm. have these people thought this through i don't know I don't these know. people that wrote the bible came up with heaven and hell <laughs> did they think this through <laughs>
0: What good go is heaven
1: if I'm there by myself and everybody I care about isn't there? Mm-hmm. That's hell, Mike. Listen. Yeah, that's hell.
0: Boom. And then you won't know if you're in heaven or hell, right?
1: Right, because you, then you, then the flip, then the script is flipped. The, this, like script. hell may be hell, but it sounds like I'd rather be there. Yeah. And up here with the harps and the nothing going on. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, just everybody gets up and laughs. Yeah. I suppose everybody gets up and like. I don't know, starts a rec league for soccer or something. I don't know what God would have us all do. I think religion in general needs more laughs. Um
0: the the closest I've ever seen where religion seems to kind of be having a sense of humor is uh ever read any books about Zen Zen Buddhism? No. There's a, a famous writer, D.T. Suzuki. You writing this, uh <laughs> <All right. laughs> Memo from Turner. <laughs> but they, you know, when you read these stories about these Zen monks, you know, they they seem to always trying to be one up each, you know, each other with these sort of Zen cones, these sayings. They're like one liners. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're not always funny, but just that premise of like monks. Imagine a a monastery. Maybe this is something I can, I can do in the future.
2: Mm-hmm. Probably not uh,
0: open up a monastery where you have monks sort of studying comedy, you know, trying to become funnier mm-hmm. rather than deeper, more religious. And you know, they mill about. they do they do meditate because they they need ideas, comic ideas to come to them. And you know there's a nice setting. they can walk around. You know the Zen monks seem to have really nice uh, arranging, you know, arrangements at their monasteries and then they'll encounter each other have a little interaction and then they'll try and reach some profound truth but in, in instead of trying to f- reach some profound truth maybe you're trying to crack the other guy up mm-hmm. you're tr- just trying to make him laugh
1: wouldn't god be funny i mean he invented, you would think yeah yeah he invented humor yeah you think he'd be funny
0: i guess that's what uh oh god was
1: going for right I think it's just another case of people ruining it for everybody. <laughs> Boom! That's a that's a that's about that's a t-shirt. Uh-huh.
0: You weren't people, you you weren't a fan of the Oh God series. People ruining it for everybody. But George Burns? Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> now, if you like that, you might like Father Ted. Have you watch Father <laughs> Ted?
0: No, I'm still making my way through Faulty Towers. Uh, all
1: right, zing. <laughs> did I also you, uh, had idea did you ever
0: you, watch the David Johansson
1: documentary? I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It was exactly like I thought it was. He seems like a nice guy. He's very mm-hmm. entertaining. Yeah, to Talk to. But, but I also felt like any time he thought he was going to reveal something, mm-hmm. you just wouldn't. Like I don't, I don't, I don't feel like there's anything I learned that I didn't kind of already know.
0: You know, there was a little bit at the end. I thought it, it, it but they just sort of touched on it, and it didn't really get deeper when when he's talking about
1: William James. Yeah, everything everything starts to come in and just bounces off like mm-hmm. the atmosphere, trying to re re reentry re- into onto the earth. I mean, uh, it's I a think shame because was... he's such a great storyteller. Like he's so funny and engaging and charismatic. But yeah, the second anything would get to be something you may not have already known, it would just kind of, kind of yeah.
0: Uh Yeah, yeah. His daughter was trying to push him a little. You know, she was. Uh, I think she. When did your sadness? connect you to the world mm-hmm. you know when they were talking about william james and mm-hmm. you know maimed maimed happiness was a phrase he sort of zeroed in on which is an interesting idea you know um but yeah you're right he he kind of didn't delve into it very far he kind of just yeah. continued on um yeah fun. i, I would have enjoyed more of that i you know a little more um depth to the interviews
1: yeah, I mean, did you feel like you really picked up anything you didn't kind of know? like?
0: Um, not really. And then uh, at the end... Well, you, the only thing, I, well, I mentioned it before was that <laughs> he basically is kind of, yeah, the hot, 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 it became the bane of his existence, his, biggest, his yeah. biggest song, and I guess probably that happens to a lot of musicians.
1: Yeah, but again, like, we knew that. But then yeah. at the end, I fast-forwarded through all the... Music. I'm not fucking listening to him bebopping and scatting. <laughs> so when I see he's about to go into personality crisis, I'm like, "Oh, this is great, triumphant! Here he is. He's 100 years old. He's still rocking out personality crisis." And then they just immediately switch to clip of him 50 years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, "What's the?" Yeah, they yeah they were they switched off. Yeah, it's like he's trying to do a thing where hey, I'm still this, but then in the last second they're like, "Oh, let's get back to the clip of him back when." Whatever that was weird. Yeah, that uh, was it. and and I have to say, you know better than me. Uh, didn't Scorsese do this? He was part.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like his full project. It was oh, he was okay. a co-director, but it sounded like the other guy did most of it.
1: Yeah, because nothing about it, as far as I knew. Again, you're mm-hmm. more you know better than me. Was like, oh my god, Scorsese did this. Mm-hmm. None of
0: Well, now his music documentaries, he just likes folk, You know, he, he likes his, his mm-hmm. the bands that he likes, you know, so he, mm-hmm. he eventually wants to put out a little, you know, documentary about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, there was no. Re- yeah. You couldn't see his fingerprints on this at all, really. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the music more than you did. I mean, you, you, you didn't even stay for like Funky But Chic or, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the Frenchette song.
1: Skip, 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 skip. Do not care. You don't, you don't know cares. you don't know the song
0: French yet. Come on, that's oh. a great song. Well
1: yeah. you should check it out. On, let me get my list going. But but again, it's easy to watch because he's so likable. Uh yeah, it's just a shame he, he didn't kind of dig a little more. Cause mm-hmm. he is charismatic and and I, he's one of those he's like Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to I'm not listening to his shit, but I can listen to him talk all day. hmm So I'm going to try and get it, you. And I'm glad I didn't have to sit through the music.
0: I'm going to try and get you into Frenchette right now.
1: Frenchette? You, Frenchette. Play
0: right now? The name of the song is called Frenchette. All right. I can't find the
1: kind of
0: love that I want. Oh, this is. And worldly. I
1: need. Oh, you got me.
0: Well, let's just dance. This is good. I can't find the kind of love. I didn't even see you hit the button. I, <laughs> I need. So yeah. let's just dance. Oh, you got me, Michael. Let's
1: just dance. Come on. Just dance. It's a great song. Just dance.
0: Funky but chic and Frenchette. More homework. YouTube. That never fucking um. ends with you with the homework. Memo from Turner. You got three songs for next week. That's Memo your homework. From Turner, Frenchette, and what's
1: the other one? Funky but
0: cheek. Funky but
1: Chic. Funky but
0: chic. <laughs> it's funky. Uh-huh. Funky But, funky But, funky But.
1: Oh, well, that does sound great. <laughs> Memo from Turner. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So yeah, I tried. It was fine.
0: Uh-huh. All right. Let's uh, let's leave it here. You've got enough homework for next week. Ooh. I want to thank everybody for listening. Hit that uh, like and subscribe button. That's what's uh, going to bring us the big bucks one day.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. See you next week. Uh, Do what Mike says with the hit and subscribe and stuff. And thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.